Hello everybody and welcome to the podcast. I hope you had a great day and that you're ready for some silliness because that's all we have for you. You know how mommy and daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Wow, we're getting so good at that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna 58 be fifty-eight episodes in. <laughs> we're gonna be the shave and a haircut ers. Ers. Yes. Yeah. We're that's gonna be- our band. We're gonna become the shave and a haircut personal stylists. Okay. Yeah. The shave and the haircut team. Yeah. Where yeah. a we know that song back to front, front to back, up to down, mid to partially like only checking out the end but then also we still draw attention to what happened and came before it's gonna be hard though it's gonna be hard to do it backwards i can't do it one more time no no let's i like this i like this game it'll i can't (laughs) i just do it the same way only the claps first dude I don't know. Yeah. I like, don't know. honestly, if I ever got pulled over by the police and they were like, say the alphabet backwards, <laughs> doesn't matter if I'm sober as a kitten on a Tuesday, I won't be able to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that if I got pulled over and the cop was like, okay, recite the thing backwards, I'd be like, no, you. You do it yeah. right now. I bet you can't. Prove to me. Let's put the pressure on you, officer law. Well, you know, too, like today's episode, um, there is some true crime to it. And I've been listening to a new podcast that I've been really enjoying. And um, they say that if you ever get pulled over by a police officer in a dark spot, that you should call the police before getting out of your car. And make sure it's actually a police officer. Isn't that terrifying? Yeah. And like, so such a thing that I wish everyone just did. But I feel like in that moment, you're like, oh, God, he's going to ask me to do the alphabet backwards. Ah, I got to get ready. And you like stand up and you're like, I'm ready for the alphabet. And then it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. you stand not- up. All of your alphabet blocks like fall onto the ground. And your little bag of like your road snacks of alphabet cereal also mm-hmm. like spill everywhere. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm unprepared. Also, I'm yeah. naked. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's always the worst. Uh, sober snack, naked driving. Um, but I think I'm just going to go right into the intro quickly we- here. I'm glad you decided to, to do that because otherwise yeah. I would have to. And we all know what happens. I know then. you do really good. You've been doing really good lately. Um, so one, two, three, four. Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. This is Candace and Jess. Judge a book by its cover. And I'm Candace. And I am Jess. The only podcast on the whole Internet where it's just a Candace and a Jess judging a book by its cover. I, for, I just I forgot that that's how we did in the podcast in the in the intro when we talk about the things. Well, we sometimes do. I don't think we always do that. I was also like, maybe I'll just pretend to be someone else for this whole episode and be like, hey, guys. Well, that still sounds like me. Hi, guys. Um, Welcome to the show. That still sounds like me. 
Hey guys, this is a a a, a Candace and Jess Judge Brooke Bats cover. I am the house elf. <laughs> no, I yeah, <laughs> our, our our we really like our characters. Like they are so different and special from each other. It's not like that just sounded like Kennedy and Jeremiah B, <laughs> but the ones who live inside your house secretly. Um. I just wanted everyone to know we'll try not to have anything explode this episode, but we can't promise as chairs are chairs, lamps are lamps, and tables are tables. And sometimes they explode. Mm-hmm. And it's a, re- I also it's a wanted, real concern for uh, it, for all of us. Especially now on the other side, you know. It's uh, it's something we have to consider here at Kindness and Jess, Judge a Book by its cover. And um, I just wanted you all to know that my spider bite is totally okay now i've got like a little spot where it was um but i think that should go away it kind of feels fun to have a spot i don't know i'm weird like that though but i i i'm all better i didn't go to the doctor i didn't do anything um mostly because i never really do but also because i knew they would just say well yeah a spider bit your face and you're gonna have to ride this one out so candace but Yes, Jess. Now, I got a question for you that I didn't ask last week. Last week, um, I don't even really remember where I was at in my process of the spider bite last week. That, I feel like it was pretty fresh. Yeah. You said, well, I mean, you told me last week that you got bit in the face by a spider. And then you, <laughs> when, when I saw you, I mean, it was on the side of your face. And I was expecting something like it bit your eye. Right. No, no, no. Um, no, the side of the face was a real, real treat that's because a real, not very many people saw it. Yeah, that's a considerate spider. It sure was. Yeah. yeah. Um. My, no, my question was that I just I only thought about just before we hit uh, we started recording today was did you during all of this spider time spider bite time that you had with your face yes. did you at all were you all ever concerned that well like. Because you never saw the spider, did you ever think that maybe that spider was a radioactive spider and therefore you could be turning into a spider person? Jess, I don't think I would be your best friend and be making podcasts with you if I wasn't the kind of person that thought that immediately. Um, Of course I thought that. I actually sent a video to my best friend Demi where I was trying my damnedest to shoot a web. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, from my wrists people. yeah but I I couldn't and that was my proof that you know no damn good thing had come from that spider bite except for the weekend it happened on because that weekend was wonderful but it definitely didn't it didn't bestow any spiderific spiderific um, no like enhanced strength uh, no did you, did not you that try, I know of did you try climbing any walls or anything like no. that to see if you could and stick that's to them? true yeah. As soon as as soon as I started answering this question, I was like, "How hard did I try?" That's yeah. very true, Jess. Like I did the like, but I like made sound effects and like I was kind of thinking. I was thinking I was funny, right? So yeah. maybe I wasn't like completely in. And I think I've absorbed all of the venom now, or whatever they squirt into your face. So maybe there's still a chance I could mm-hmm. try that after we record. Can I ask you another question? Of course, that's what the show is all about. Did did uh, did did you believe? Did did you believe? Did you believe, did Candace? I? Did you believe that you could be a spider person? Mm, I want to 
say yes, mm-hmm. but maybe, but maybe no. Like, I, I'd like to think that I did think that, like, maybe it could really happen. Mm-hmm. But I've, you know, I grew up in an, on a farm and I got bit by lots of things. And I never turned into any of those things, unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I definitely never want to turn into like a little yappy dog that bit me, but I, and I don't want to be a spider either. You know, like I'm really confused about their lifespans and stuff. I have to do more research, but it's, it was scary when I thought perhaps I was going to grow eight legs and be a freak, be more of a freak than I am. Now, would you, I mean, would it be eight legs or would it be eight limbs? Cause if you had extra arms, what if you had six arms mm-hmm. instead of just the two imagine all of the things that you could carry and then also if you had the arms you also had the proportionate strength of a spider and you had more arms yeah man i think that i think that in my life right now where i am that could be nothing but a good thing yeah. I, I i i invite it and yes i it would be eight limbs i'm not sure where the where they would come from or like if it'd be like two feet two legs and six arms or i'm not sure i don't think it would be two like two arms and six wait six two legs and six arms because that would be 10 legs 10 limbs right okay and they only got i'd screw it up they got eight so what if you had multiple like four legs and four arms yeah that seems good Mm mm-hmm I think that if I had to choose, I'd probably go for more arms. Yeah. And just keep and just keep my two legs. Yeah. I agree but with I, that. But to be I, honest, I haven't thought about this until now. I would probably be okay with upping my budget for gloves as opposed yeah. to upping my budget for shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But then you're like, oh shoot, like I don't want to have all these arms and then lose a leg and be like, darn, I could have had an extra set. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? It definitely is. Unless, of course, you're a spider, in which case hindsight is 20, 20, 20, 20? 20, 20, 20, 20. I think sometimes they have like up to eight eyes too, right? Yeah, I'm not totally sure. Um. Anyways. I, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's check on that before we continue on. Miss Bryant! Miss Bryant! Look! A giant spider! All right, so apparently the internet doesn't support us talking about these things because, I don't know, I think there must be some kind of protection on spider people or something. So they're, we're just going to... They're anti-arachnid. They're like, I think there's something fishy going on there. So we're yeah. just going to move right on into the judgment today. Yeah, and we'll just, we'll just wherever it cut off, it's, that's where it happened. Maybe, I'll, yeah. maybe what I'll do is I'll go back and I'll put a funny sound there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to just be what we do to solve our problems. Ooh, funny oh, I know, what, I know what I'll do. I will plug in oh. a hilarious spider sound. Yeah, well. Here we go. Yeah! Something like that. That sounded like the guy who gets mad when you fall off the track on Mario Kart. He's like, you're going the wrong way. You mean you mean Mario? No, maybe he is the one making that sound, yeah. actually. He's making them sounds. Whoa! I always thought it was that, like, yellowy guy in the in the cloud. You don't know his name, do you? Lockatoo. Oh, 
creepy. Um, not <laughs> creepy at all. I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. So, I used to have. But here's a little chunk of Jess history: is I yeah. used to have a book all about Super Mario land super mario world the one for super nintendo mm. i had that and it was a book of all the secrets and it explained all the characters and their names Aww. i i have never owned a super nintendo but i what? had the book i was that kid i read about <laughs> super mario and the secrets that were in that world that he was in with yoshi and all their friends and the adventures they had well, I really hope, I say this in so many of the podcasts, but like that is being a 90s kid right there. Hell yeah. Ha- like I just, ah, uh, it's so crazy because the internet is so great and not everyone has access to everything. That's the other thing I have to shut up about is like, just because in my world right now, people have access to so much. It's not everywhere, but I just love the idea of a kid enjoying a book about a video game he doesn't own. It's just great. I mean, that used to be my favorite part of video games was like, you buy it, you go and like rent a video game or something like that. And it came with the booklet and it was the instructions. So when you were on your way home or you're getting a ride home in your car or whatever, or your brother's playing it because he was older than you and he always got to play first and you would just be like, okay, well you can play. I'll learn about the game with that's through, hilarious. through the magic of reading. And so that's what I would do is I would read the manual and I would learn about how to play the game. And then he would like, you know, get, get all fr- mad at it, <laughs> get frustrated and be like, oh, it's not doing what I wanted to do. And then he would put it down and I'd pick it up and be like, hey, you just do this. He'd be like, where'd you learn that? I'm like, I read the, I read it. I, it was in the, the book. Yeah. That came with the, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is not the kind of kid I was. I just, I have an attention span for stories and all that kind of stuff. But like, I'm not reading to play a game. I wish I was actually. Maybe I'll try. Maybe 2019 is my year. To read about video games? Yes. There you go. But I never learned how to read. <laughs> well, All right. That, well, well, that's how I learned. <laughs> I am very thankful for that little story. And with that, I'm going to go into my judgment today. Without further ado. This one's tough, Jess. Um, I'm going to say Nagio. Nagio. We uh, always have a... Nah, nah, sorry, sorry, it's N-G-A... I-O. I-O. Nageo. No, I'm I'm making up sounds now so that I can make sense of this name. I can say the last name really easily, Marsh. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I'd say that his name is Gao. Gao! Sorry, headphone listeners. Well, I just mean like if the N wasn't there, that's what I would say his name is. Yeah. So I feel like I should just be like Nageo. Mm. I like it. I love this cover, actually, in fact. And um, I have feelings for this cover like I did the Snow Goose. And I wonder if someone will do a drawing of this book because I feel like it's the kind of that's the kind of cover that it is. That was super cool about that drawing that was too. super cool. And I'm so thankful um, to the account. I have it posted on our Instagram uh, a really awesome illustrator in Vancouver did a drawing of one of our covers. Although when I read what she wrote about it, I think she thinks we read the books. Uh, I mean, we don't. We don't. No, we really don't. But we appreciate that so much and we love it. Mm-hmm. And we really hope that you're not just taking what we're saying as, 
you know, what the book actually is about. Because that is not what we do here on the show. Yeah. We're not a bunch of book reading nerds. <laughs> yeah. As I said, I, I don't know how to read. Um, and I, I don't think that's going to change. I mean, I, 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 I do read. I'm, I know, I'm, Jess. An, I'm an avid reader. Um, but the books that we do on the show, I don't read. I yeah. do plan on reading some of them because I am yes. curious that now I've brought some of them into my life. That I'm like, you know what? I'm curious about what all that's going on in this tree. Yeah. Post tree. Uh, what uh, This post tree. Yes. Um, so Najee Marsh, the finest writer in English of the... The finest writer in English of the pure. Uh, see, I told you guys. Can't read. Classic puzzle... Hood... Knit... Okay, guys, this is really hard. Hmm. Son, Artists in Crime, this book Ooh, is called. The book. Artist, the the artist or just Artists in Crime? Artists in Crime. And when I look at this cover, I'm instantly drawn to it because it's very interesting colors and it looks super retro. Like, it's just like a couch or once again, I'm going to compare it to an outfit I might wear. Um but basically, I found this book at the the street library nearest my my work, and I just wanted to yell porn and put it in my own backpack. <laughs> I just I just really wanted to do that. Um, it's not porn. It's um, at all. But mm-hmm. I sometimes sometimes you just got to yell for yeah. like weird things. Right. And that's that's what I did. And I'm standing by it. I didn't have to tell you, you got to get that. those feelings out. Yeah. So basically, judging by this cover, I take a look. I see these two very pale, ghostly looking men who I think are probably our artists in crime. Mm-hmm. Or Slout. could they also be crime ghosts who are I think artists? That might happen in this story because they're almost implying on this cover. I think that this young woman um, draped in a very strange colored blanket um, is dead or deceased and i'm gonna this is my judgment can i ask you a question yes what color is the strange colored blanket because i what what's what does that like what constitutes well, strangely colored it's just like it has like this really like aquatic blue that almost like it's very jumps at you and then like kind of a pea colored green not like urine but like a little pea yeah maybe an old maybe a dried pea Okay. It's a dried pea. Some split color. peas. And then, and then, yes. And then like a maroon color. And it's like one of those patch blankets that your great aunt made that your mom won't throw away no matter what, even though it's disgusting and falling apart. And Is a quilt? Yeah, a quilt. Yeah. But I love quilts. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Some of them are ready to go. This one doesn't look very comfortable. Kind of looks like it's a little bit nylon-y. Not so great. Yeah. But, um... I also see like, okay, wait, I'll, I'll get to that. But this blanket's kind of coming off her a little bit. Her chest is exposed, her neck, and she's kind of bent backwards as if to say, I didn't put myself in this situation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not really a comfortable way to lay. What? Unless there is a blanket, like unless there's a bed under her and her head's just kind of off the side. But I kind of think she's in a chair. Was she flung there? Um, I think she was there... And then something happened to her. But she could have been flung. I don't know. I don't think she was flung. Um, I also, because it is my judgment, as I was saying before you asked me the question. Yes. She is not dead, guys. 
She is not dead. She is just playing dead and waiting for these freaks to do what they're doing, which is drawing a picture of the crime scene and to get out so she can grab her things, report them to police instantly Mm -hmm. and put them away for life. Yeah. So she is not harmed. In fact, she's the hero of this story. But that's, you know, we can get to that. But basically what these two losers, losers in blue do is they commit crimes, heinous crimes. Wait, bluesers? And then bluesers. They are bluesers. the blues brothers. Yeah. yeah, we know that term. But yeah, the bluesers, they commit terrible crimes, but they have been sketching and painting um, these crimes and setting them up in a warehouse. So basically taking photos, photo evidence of every single thing they've done. But painting it. Painting it, drawing painting it, it. I'm not sure. It. I I can't see the canvases. Um, They're really, so really exploring charcoal. They are. In this They're a next bunch one, of And leaving charcoals. fingerprints everywhere. Exactly. Sound- <laughs> They're artists in crime. That okay. Sounds like some pretty shitty like work there. Well, and it's true. They they are pretty shitty. And one guy's like, I don't know. She doesn't look. She doesn't look dead enough. And he's like, But she is dead, boss. You know, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not good. And she's just like, oh, just my throw God. Some, throw some ketchup on her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in the background, you can see a tarp, which I assume it's like not it's like a plasticky thing, which is either to cover the paintings when they leave mm-hmm. or to cover her. But the thing is, is these idiots are definitely like going to go out to make a phone call or smoke a cigarette. And she's going to get out during those times. She's got it planned. She gets out. That's the bottom line mm-hmm. for, for me. I. I love true crime, but I'm just so, I just want to find stories too where, where people actually, and you know, sadly women are usually the people getting hurt. I really want to hear more stories where they just get out and get away. So I've created it in yeah. this. She's, she's going to figure it out. Her name is Stacy Ann, by the way. Stacy Ann. Stacy Ann. Lying so, in wait. Play, lying in wait, Stacy Ann. Playing possum. Yeah. And so these guys, they're looking over their paintings. They've got some weird brick in the background. I think this is probably a basement, but I'm not totally sure. Um, and also, you know, some other, like these guys aren't alone. Some no. criminals are also artists, like John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. Major criminal, bad dude, boy killer, but liked to paint. He liked to paint. Charles Ng. Um, Adolf Hitler even mm-hmm. liked to paint. He, I think that's um, where it all began. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. And then, and then, I mean, what about some of the other ones? Like, um, uh, you know, Frida Kahlo. <laughs> is she a, is she a criminal? I don't know. <laughs> She's criminal for being I'm just so the, beautiful. I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, criminal eyebrows for Frida that's Kahlo. That's what I thought you might say but yep. i and think what about, that she has a license for those what she about does. the nefarious evil wanted salvador dali <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah no he was just drawing those big legs to get away yeah um well and also also you know, you can't... pablo picasso pablo the- the, well, actually, no. Well, he, I think there was. He, he was. I mean, the reason he was a criminal was tax evasion. So you know, right. It was kind of one of those things where it's like he's a criminal, but he's not. But you know, no, you're exactly right yeah. because I was thinking about bringing up Picasso, but I was kind of like, 
when I've got people like Gacy and Charles Ng to talk about, I don't really need Picasso, you know? Yeah. Um, I really want, I really wanted to also make a, a Bob Ross joke, but I also don't because, uh, I can't just can't. Our biggest fan loves Bob Ross. Um, Charles Manson, of course. I don't know if he was super into painting or not, but I know he was a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a total dick and, you know, criminal artist. Uh, Henry Lee Lucas. I think Otis Tool, even his partner in crime. Um, there's just, you know, and I was looking at some of these pieces and mm-hmm. they're all they're all weird. Like, yeah. Also, I'm pretty it's sure. It's really true. I'm pretty sure um, uh, Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, she was also an artist. Yeah, no, yeah. she was the um, yeah. a conceptual artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she um, was. She was more. I mean, it was more of like a, a performance art thing that a lot of people didn't understand, especially her husband. I have to, look, yeah, no, and I have to look more into that story. Um, it's one of the most like I know it's so famous, and there's shows about it right now coming out and stuff. And I should have my research done, but I'm not totally sure if she's a criminal or if she worked in self defense or a little bit of both. Or so that one's tough for me too. But I mean, here's the thing, Candace, is that I, for this episode, have done minimal research, minimal yeah. being none, and yeah, I, I guess know that's my responsibility I know well. I know artists. Just from, you know, my upbringing. So I, I remember a few. Uh, and I mean, I, I remember when the whole Lorena Bobbitt thing was going on. And the only real bit of information that I remember about that was uh, John. Was it was it John Wayne Bobbitt? I think so. Who lost his Bobbitt. But yes. then they sewed it back on. And then yeah. he, he made he made a pornographic film. He did. Yeah. He did. I think it was called Frankenpenis. I hope so. No, I think he did. I think that's how it went down. And it was the whole and thing. That's interesting, like, too, because then there's that old Tim Burton movie called Frankenweenie. It's like kind of the same thing. No, that was about a dog. <laughs> yeah, I love Frankenweenie <laughs> so much. Very, it was very good. Oh, and then I never saw the, the new short that they did with it. But um, I know Karen O does a song in it and it's oh, absolutely amazing. Like the new one that was all like the, the, the animation style of like Corpse Bride and, and those yeah. kind of movies. Because like you said earlier in the episode where you were talking about having a book for a game you didn't own, I was the kid that had soundtracks for movies she'd never seen. So I have seen Frank and Weenie like the original one, but I hadn't seen the newer one, but I had the soundtrack and that Karen O song was lit. Mm. Like the kids say, I am not a kid, but I no, do know. I, I do know of this lit you speak of. I'm sure you do. Yeah, we we do. Um, we always write lettuce and tomato on our bills at work, and I just make the comma like a little I, and I think it's funny. But now I do it TL too because I I love a TL. Mm. Um, anyway, enough about that that nobody understands. But yeah. This book, Artists in Crime, it's about a couple of douchebags who just draw all their crimes. They're going to get caught. They do mm-hmm. get caught. They get put on trial and put away for life, and they're not treated well in, in jail, unfortunately. Would, would Jail's you, really rough. Would you call them serial doodlers? Serial doodlers, yes. Okay. Serial killers, yes. I have a feeling with all of the canvases that I see in this, I only see, well, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think there's like seven that I could, eight maybe, so this I is this is happening see. in like a studio. Yeah, I'm not sure that they commit all the crimes in this studio. Oh. You know, and that's the other thing too is um, Stacey Ann could have she could have like walked in accidentally and saw these things. 
because like maybe they keep everything there. Yeah. Um. So maybe like she wasn't intended on being a victim in that space. Um. But she just like saw too much kind of thing. But it doesn't matter. She gets away. Oh. But now, like that could be maybe why she's there. Now, Candace, uh, we've got it. We've got like the Stacey Ann, mm-hmm. and then we have the two ghost artist killers. Whatever. Yeah. How, however that that ended up being. Have you named them? And can I name one of them if you haven't? I have not named them. And no? please go right ahead. Okay. So uh, can you hold up the book just again so I can see them? Okay. Excellent. We have uh, um, the guy on the left is okay. is Dale Chihuly 2. Okay. And the and it's his, his best friend, Johnny Crime. Yeah. Artist. Oh, are they are they also law enforcement? Because they could be. I mean, they could be. I mean, that would be an excellent cover. It's like, hey, we're also cops, but guess what? I shot a kid and painted him. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, when I was researching like artists that also were criminals or criminals that are artists. Yeah, because I really didn't say any artists that were like other than Picasso. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dale Chihuly is an artist and he's done some pretty cool stuff. He did a lot of like glass blowing um, installations and that kind of stuff. Very, very cool stuff. Only has one eye. Not a criminal. Just saying that. Just want to sort of clear that up because I know this fact. He did some cool stuff. I'm surprised he didn't like make himself a glass eye. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He did these, these crazy, like, blown sculptures that were, like, that were hanging uh, 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 beneath the walkways, like, in Venice. Like, they'd have cool. these bridges over the, the canals, and he would have them, and they were these great big, like, red chandelier kind of stuff. He did some really cool stuff. If you want to, like, I've, you know, I've Googled him a couple times, and it's like, oh, he does some very cool things. Also, he did a lot of, like, he would do these paintings where he would have paint in squeeze bottles. Oh, yeah? And he would be, like, he would paint these pictures... And he would do them all like with squeeze bottles. So we just have them and just go. So, yeah, very cool, very cool stuff. Very cool. Um, this is his second. It is not him in any way. No. You just like the name, I think. I just, it's a good name. But it's also like Banksy came up, of course, and like every street artist came up because it's like they're breaking the law to create their art or whatever. But that wasn't exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Ah. So I, I. I you know, I have mentioned it here, but it wasn't really, I didn't think it really fit. That wasn't um, that kind of breaking the law. No. Oh, my feet are falling asleep. Must move them. Okay. okay. Uh, Candace. So Candace. Yes. Um, is, it a, is it time that I can ask you questions about this book? Or do you have more to say? Have I de- derailed well, things? <laughs> no, I think I'm pretty, like, pleased I feel as if there's a lot in this photo that we don't see or a lot in this. Like, I don't know. Maybe this person is actually going to kill all three of them and is painting the scene before. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, guys. But judging by this cover, something's gone down and I'm not super okay with it. So mm-hmm. I'm interested in the story. I'm hoping everyone gets out okay. I'm hoping that... Um, Justice is served, and this is as close as we'll ever get to a true crime podcast. Which, yep, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I have it in me to make a true crime podcast. Like, I realize too, like when I talk about my favorite podcasts and stuff, they are so researched. Like, they are like working night and day to research these stories. They put them out, and then they're on to a new story. It's like, oh god, that's so cool, but it's not as fun 
It's just goofing around with your bestie. Mm-hmm. Can you can you imagine if we had time to do this? Thing? Well, I honestly don't know if they do either. They just, you know, they just do. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if they have one of those jobs where it's like their job that they do uh, in the daytimes to pay their bills is something like, I mean, I manage a kitchen. Yeah. And you work in a kitchen. And sometimes I will work like nine and a half hours and then go home and do like three hours of paperwork, writing menus and yeah. recipes and, and, you know, planning my day out, going grocery shopping and all that kind of stuff for food. Not that I'm complaining. I enjoy it in some strange masochistic kind of way. But yes. <laughs> um, And anybody in the service industry like feeds off that or they or they, or yeah. they leave it a long time. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I imagine if I had like you know an extra day or something like that that I could actually. Oh no, I'm gonna put work into this. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to say I would, but anyways, with that little off, um, off the charts combo there about time in the day mm-hmm. and liking to and liking to put yourself through hell with work. Um, you got some questions for me, buddy? I got a couple questions for you. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So if I can start with the first question. Uh, hey, Candace, when was this book written? This is in one of the shysty years. This is early. This is bad news bears. This is the kind of time when you could get away with things a little more, I think. I'm going to say it's 1968. 1968 not 1969 nice no nice no it wasn't it's not then 68 feeling great in 68 that's what they said yes yes okay 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 cool cool um uh oh right then the second question hey candace what who (laughs) who would you (laughs) i forget my w question words sometimes Mm -hmm. who would you recommend this book for I would recommend this book to anyone who is hoping to have a um, a career in crime and or art. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have yeah, a little drinky there. I'm just having a drink. I thought there was going to be more explanation. I'm still, yeah, no. I'm still very committed to listening, but I'm also... I know you certain. are. Yeah, I see that there. I think... Yeah. Anyone who's really looking to broaden their horizons in the crime game or the artist game. Art, crime, really, what's the difference? Lots of things. Mm-hmm. Lots of Try- things. Yeah, just trying to talk so my co-host or my host and partner host can I'm done. I'm, yeah, I'm done. I was chewing on salt. I know. It was, it was very autoly. It was like... So we got as close to a true crime podcast as we're ever going to be today, and we got as close to an ASMR podcast as I yeah. fear that we will ever get. I was drinking a Paloma. Well, that's nice. Yeah, which a tequila cocktail with grapefruit soda. That's uh, so which is good. Really I'm, nice with some good crunchy salt on the side. I bought that exact same tequila that you bought us mm-hmm. again, and it goes so fast. It is so good. Yeah, everybody loves it. It is a uh, we need a sponsorship from that tequila. Mm-hmm. Hit us, hit us up, Espolon. We'll sell countless bottles, like or, at least four bottles, or drink them ourselves. Yeah, we'll buy them. Yeah, come on, we'll work but, something out. But like, hey, 
Do you want to do the rating system? Of course I do. I was just about to ask you that very next question. Candace. Yes, Jess. If you were to rate this book. Mm-hmm. Now, on the Candace and Jess Judge a Book by its cover, patented rating system, patent pending? Um, or patent... I don't know. It's not patent yet. I don't know why Patent Oswald. You know... Um, the highest rating being um, a delicious noodle dish, uh, which could be any noodle dish. Of course, as we know, all noodles are, uh, you know, God's beautiful, beautiful God's uh, treasure. Um, <laughs> or the lowest uh, p- p- possible uh, rating in that is a gas station banana. Where does it fall on the scale? I feel like this book is a gas station banana without the actual banana fruit inside. It's been there so long that it's just a brown husk at this point. Like- I don't really like it. You know, it's great. I love the the cover. Is I like the colors. and But I don't know how I feel about this. Change my mind, world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do that. This is your judgment. We can go any yeah. direction. I don't like being negative, and I don't really feel completely like sure of my answer, but I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. There we go. That's a banana. It's on the banana scale. Yeah, it's on the banana scale. Mm-hmm. Um, should we do a joke or no? Um, I don't know. Let's, do you want to? Yeah, can we do just one? Yeah, we can do one. Because usually, usually when we do joke box... Guys, when I said, do you want to do a joke? I meant joke box because, you know, this has been hot, fresh jokes all episode. Mm-hmm. I am a box full of little papers and I don't know much. I get covered in spider webs because nobody opens me. Okay. We're just going to do one, though. And Candace opened the box and it's filled with spiders. Want to get bit in the face again? Like no. I hope that I hope I'm tough now because I did. But it was scary and it hurt my eye and it hurt mm. my skin and it hurt everything. Maybe wah, maybe wah, wah. maybe maybe that's what happened is that you got bit and now you've absorbed the spider's resilience. So Jess, what lies at the bottom of the ocean and twitches? <sighs> what lies at the bottom of the ocean? And twitches. Jack Dawson? <laughs> I think he was frozen, so I'm not sure he would twitch too much. Oh, okay. Well. But I, yes. 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 My heart will goon. My heart will goon. <laughs> my, my heart will goon. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a nervous wreck. I mean, we, yeah. Yeah, it's like okay. a wreck, you know, a okay. shipwreck. I, I like my answer better. It's Jack Dawson. I do. I he think that once again we've been disappointed. But I'll be <laughs> sure. I'll be sure to burn that one so that we never accidentally read it again. Right on. Uh, well, guys, I think it is the time for us to say goodbye. We've really enjoyed hanging out with you today, right, Jess? Yes, we have. Have yeah. we ever enjoyed hanging out with you guys today? Thank you for. Uh, I'm trying not to answer for people. Oh, you know, okay. whenever a waitress comes up to the table or waitress, that's outdated. Whenever a server comes up to the table and says, Are you guys enjoying your food? I always smile and say, yes, it's we love it. Mm-hmm. And then I think, shit, I'm not the only one here. And I always do that. But I don't find other people being as like 
quick to like to answer her so i feel like or or them i have so i feel like i have several answers that pop up when they do that my favorite one is that when they come up with everything and are you enjoying everything and i make sure i have a nice big mouth full of food is that i answer them fully and i'm like yes but i spit food and like have it like all get in my beard and just like it's all over the place and eventually what happens is i just make a big mess and then they leave right yeah yeah i do like being checked on especially right after the food's delivered in case something's forgotten about but other than that i feel like i'm just pausing my conversation to to try to be cordial i don't Mm. know well, I mean, God, isn't awesome? Isn't our awesome's life so hard? We just get to go out to eat and do all these amazing things. <sighs> Thank you for listening to Candace and Jester to book by its cover. <laughs> if yeah, wait, how does the how does the ending go? Yeah, that's it. And then oh. you say like, "I'm Jess," and I right? say, "I'm Candace." There, and you said it, so I don't have to. Perfect. And if you <laughs> want to see the cover of these books. You can check us out on Instagram. So at Candace and Jess on, well, Candace and Jess on Instagram, at Candace and Jess on Twitter. Send us your emails. We just, we've been getting overflown by emails. So we just really keep, keep them coming, people. We mm-hmm. love them. Yeah. Um, the and e- that's Candace and Jess at gmail.com. Yeah. And as, as always, um, it's all of those Candaces are with an A. Can, yeah. Candace, not canned ice. Yeah. The way that uh, it's spelled in the podcast title yeah is the way that it is in the rest of the world um unless your name is spelled i-c-e then that's your world squirrel yeah pretty much aces <laughs> um but yeah thanks a lot guys we really look forward to seeing you next week and until then peace stay out of trouble oh cue that outro music